Yo, it is Andy, and this is the first ever Banks Fit podcast. Um, and I must say, I'm sitting in my room recording myself. A bit nervous about the whole situation because I'm stepping into the unknown. I've never done this before. I've done loads of videos before. I've done loads of content, but this is something new. Um, and so I'm just going to go off the cuff. I ain't going to stop. And we're going to spend the next 30 minutes just talking about fitness, talking about banks fit, talking about how I got started in the industry, um, and talking about the vision of what I want to do with banks fit and what I want to do with this podcast as well. So I'd like to first off introduce myself, obviously Andy Banks. Um, I am a fitness professional. That's the title I'm going to give myself at the moment. It often changes. I was a professional toner for a while. Um, and before that, I was just a personal trainer. Um, and now sort of transitioning to a business owner. Yeah, so the owner of this little community and business that I've managed to create in the past couple of years called Banksfit. Um, and how I, I suppose I started um, is, you know, I got into the fitness industry because I went off to university, um, naive youngster, uh, started off actually doing something totally unrelated, doing forensic science, was going to go and become a police officer, um, which was not my own personal dream. Um, it was what my dad wanted me to do. And I went off to university to do forensic science. And, you know, I started my first year, and this is this always a bombshell that I the wrong people, is that tragically uh, my mum passed away. Um, she got, you know, friend that she had terminal cancer and she passed away that year. And obviously I, it had a, a massive impact on me, on me um, and it was a bit of turmoil emotionally, etc. Et uh, it was a, a really tough period. And I decided to stay, uh, it was, I'd moved away from my hometown, Kilmarnock, to Dundee for university. And I decided to just continue at university um, that year even though, you know, in many ways, people might have said that it would be a better choice to go home, spend time with your family. Um, but I didn't want to do that. I didn't think it was the right thing. Um, I kind of wanted to escape from the whole situation, if I'm honest. Um, and I pushed on at university. And I spent the year partying, <laughs> uh, not going to university, um, and just being a pisshead for a year, um, trying to run, run away from the whole situation. The only thing that I actually kept up was I started going to the gym um, when I was 16, 17. And I kept going to the gym because it made me feel better. Uh, it switched my mind off. It was kind of like a, a meditative place to go. And I got some music cranked on and I, I had emotionally charged exercise sessions at the gym. Um, as my, you could say it was cathartic, right? It was my therapy. Take out my frustration on lifting weights. And I then decided after a year, I'm going to do sports science, which didn't go down so well with my dad. I was like, hey, I'm going to change the sports science. I don't think I want to be a policeman anymore. I want to do something revolved around training. Um, and at the time, you know, this is going back to 2008, the, the real job roles for someone who did sports was to go and be a sports coach. So coaching football or rugby, to go and be a PE teacher. Or there was the elusive sports scientist or strength condition coach, which there are very few posts. Um, and originally that was my thought. I'm going to be a sports scientist for a sports team. Uh, get to kick about in a gym, lift heavy weights and teach other people how to lift heavy weights. And so 
um, you know, I, I spent my time at the gym, doing my sports science degree, and just literally researching and obsessing um, about fitness, how to improve myself, how to get stronger, how to build muscle, how to lose fat. I just obsessed about it. Um, I still do to a certain extent, but definitely not to the same degree as I did when I first started. Um, and I just consumed everything I could get my hands on. Um, and then when I finished my degree, I was in this position, you know, 23 years old, shouldn't debt, up to my balls. What did I do now? Um, and I started looking at jobs. So I was looking at sports science jobs, drink conditioning jobs. And I was like, oh my God, like this is so tough. Like it's going to be so hard to, to find a job. And it was actually by luck. I went into fitness first at the time, Kilmarnock. Um, and I just was trying to sketch my way into to actually get a, um, a free session at the gym. I just wanted to get into the train and I bumped into the person who was on reception. And they were like, hey, like, they were like, hey, <laughs> they were like, how's, how's it going? And I was like, hey, I'm just looking if I can come and try the gym. <laughs> I don't have any money. I'm a sponging student who's returned home and I'm absolutely skint, but I really want to get a pump. So, um, and she was like, yeah, but you have to get like, you know, you have to get an intro session with a personal trainer, so on and so forth. And I was like, I've done a sports science degree. And if I rewind this, I also went to my level three in personal training because I thought that would be a good idea, right? I just thought maybe I'll go down to personal training. It wasn't like solid in my head. I was like, I've also got my level three personal training. And she was like, we're looking for personal trainers. Are you interested in that perhaps? And I'm like, maybe. <laughs> so I went in and I'm not going to go too long, but the rest is history. I started personal training. And basically what I realized when I started personal training is that the joy that I got myself at the very start when I started to change my body and I started to get results, I could get that same joy again um, from being a coach and helping other people to have the, a similar journey, right? Their own personal journey, but a similar journey to the journey that I had with fitness so that they could reap the physical and mental benefits of improving themselves um, physically, yeah? Improving their body and improving their performance and just feeling better about the way they look and the things that their body can do. And, and that's an amazing thing because it can then translate itself to other things in life. You start to achieve things physically, you start to think, hey, like if I can put effort in physically and I can achieve things, what can I do in other areas of my life if I just put some effort in? Yeah. So, um, yeah, and, and then I suppose I went on a run like for the past you know, five or six years, personal training, um, some would say a reasonably successful personal trainer. People don't know the stats about personal training. Um, I think it's something like 80% um, of people don't make it past their first year. It's a very, very tough industry. Um, and then when you go towards three years, that drops. No, yeah, 80% won't make it past the first year. And when you go past three years, it's like 90% of people will not make it past three years. Um, and the numbers continue to do that, right? Because most people are like, you know, when are you, <laughs> the bold, when are you going to get a real job, right? Um, and that's a kind of attitude that people have sometimes towards personal training. Um, and I like to think that that attitude is shifting. There are more and more successful personal trainers, um, fitness professionals, the term I used earlier, right? People that are, are trying to become fitness professionals and, and really be professional about the job, right? And take it seriously uh, and help people transform their lives. So, um, 
yeah, I've done that for five or six years and then I realised that I wanted to do something a bit bigger. Yeah. And that's when I started doing my fit caps. Yeah. And I realised that there was a massive gap in fitness for people over the age of 30. Fitness is very, very catered to people between 20 and 30, right? Gyms and stuff, they seem very catered to that group. Um, because I, sp- I suppose there's a lot of things, right? People people at that age are probably looking to to attract a partner, right, should we say? So they want to improve how they look so that they can attract a partner, right? Super simple. So they go to the gym to do so. Um, and then you just have gym bros and gym bunnies, people who get into the gym um, because they, they just enjoy the environment. They like lifting weights or they like being involved in fitness. Just people love, love fitness, right? You get those kind of people, so it caters to them. But people in that sort of 30 plus bracket, I would say, um, kind of fall away from fitness, right? right? I'm just going to draw a rough timeline. We're going to call it John, right? So John... Um, goes through school, does a lot of physical activity, and then um, moves into college or university. Let's just say, for example, maybe they don't get a job, but whatever they they move, and, and during that time, right, maybe that adolescent period to early twenties, they might be involved in some sort of physical activity. They might be a sport, they might go to the gym, so on and so forth. Um, then they you know maybe meet someone or they get a promotion at work, and they just have like. Um, an increase in responsibilities, right? Is, is what I would say is now hitting 30, what has happened? There's just a steady increase of responsibilities, right? And you have less time and less resources. And during that transition, they become less physically active. And then there's this sort of downward spiral that occurs from 30 right through to 50, where people become less active, um, have poor eating habits, and where does that ultimately lead to? It leads to people being fat, unhappy, and ultimately can lead them to being depressed about the whole situation, right? They're two, three, four stone overweight. They have aches and pains associated with like just not being strong and not being physically active. Um, and they can't keep up with their kids and you know they just get out of breath going upstairs. And it sucks. Right? And there are far too many people in Scotland that this happens to. And so I noticed this and I thought there has to be a better way than one, just trying to get people into the gym because gym memberships, like literally corporate gyms work from this perspective. A corporate gym can have 3,000 members of which maybe 30% of them are active members. What do I mean by active? They go to the gym once a week, right? Once or twice a week. That means there's 2,000 members who literally go once a month or like, you know, they go for a little spell and they just continue to pay their membership. And those people actually pay the shareholders, right? Those are the, the money-making people, the people who don't turn up, that don't put wear and tear in the kit, that um, pay their diet there every month. And therefore, like, the gym really doesn't give a crap um, if those people get results. It doesn't care if they attend. It doesn't, like, chase them up, like, hey, Dave, like, you've not been to the gym for, like, the past 14 days. Are, are you okay? Like, <laughs> they don't give a monkey's, like... They just take the 20, 30, 35 quid and they're happy, they're paid. They've got, the person's got a gym membership so when they're having a conversation about fitness or whatever and they want to feel good about themselves, they say, yeah, I've got a membership uh, at the gym group or whatever, you know? So 
everyone's a winner, but really, they're not, right? The 2,000 sleeping members who aren't turning up, who aren't using the gym, are ultimately losing money out of their pocket, and they're not getting any closer to the person that they actually aspire to be, fit and healthy, if that is it. So, yeah, I decided there must be a better way. And that's when I decided to start doing group training. So it started off by doing a boot camp, right? Just out in a park. And it started, in, you know, just inviting people that were 30 plus who would be interested in coming to a boot camp two or three times a week and getting fit. And it's just over the past two years, I've put more and more work into it and it's grown, grown, grown. And it's amazing to see how powerful it's been throughout the whole pandemic. Yeah, I haven't really spoken about it. So the, the whole pandemic that we've had in 2020, this year, has been really, really tough for people's physical and mental, mainly mental well-being, right? And it's been amazing to see the power of the community that I've built, the relationships that people have built um, coming along to it. Um, and yeah, just the community spirit that has hopefully it's actually helped my physical, uh, my mental health, right? Being able to coach these people and have um, this community of people to serve at a time like this. And hopefully it has been of benefit to them. People do often, like people keep telling me that it has been a benefit to them, so it must, um, through this really, really tough time. Um, and yeah, that, that kind of summarises, I suppose, the journey that I've been on, you know, kind of, bird's eye view of what's what's been happening where where we are today um and i still do still do small group training i still do one-to-one training um, it's just more a bit more specialist now i do tend to train most of my small group training one-to-one training it tends to be on strength work um, because i do have quite a solid background in uh, powerlifting which is something that i've just done since i was 18 i got into lifting heavyweights and i just absolutely love it um, I understand that not everyone loves it and I also understand um, that for the population of 30 plus it can be pretty like scary to think you know I can't even like bend over and tie my shoelaces or I can't even you know run a mile doing like really heavy lifting in a gym just seems so far away and so intimidating but that is definitely something that I love to get people to progress to um, and ultimately I think that it's in my opinion it's the best mode of exercise. I love it. Um, but and like exercise choice, just to go off on a tangent here, the most important thing about the exercise you choose is the adherence, is that you actually turn up and do the exercise, right? Um, and people forget that. Like they just like they want to find out what's the short, shortest, sharpest way, what's the best exercise I can do to slim down my tummy, tone up my arms and look great for my holiday or look good in this dress that's so short-sighted and it will not serve you i promise you it will not serve you what you need to change to is you need to change to what is my favorite type of exercise and if you cannot think of a favorite type of exercise what is the environment that i find the most comfortable and the most enjoyable to train in example for me, my favourite type of exercise is strength-based exercise, lifting weights. I absolutely love it. I love all exercise, actually. I've discovered, like, I just love exercise, right? I'm really passionate about being physically active. But my favourite is strength training. And the environment I like to do that is just me, right? I just like to train my own. I like to get my tunes on. I like to just, like, get in that place in my head, get a little bit crazy and lift heavy stuff, right? I just love it. It's just, I get a buzz of it. 
Um, but for most of the clientele that I have, right, for this 30 to 50 plus crowd, the environment that, the reason that they've been struggling to get results is because the environment they keep pushing themselves into. They keep trying to drag their ass to the gym. They keep trying to like do some running. They maybe get a PT and they just don't like it, right? <laughs> they hate the gym. They hate running. They hate exercising their own. It's so boring. It's such a slog. They, you know, they go to their PT, they do their session, they get given their homework and then they're like, I cannot be arsed, like going and train myself. I can't motivate myself to do it. Enter doing the group training, the community stuff that I've been doing, which the results are just so much better, right, for most people because it's not just about the exercise. It's about the community. It's about the relationships that people build with other people. Um, it's no different to when, if you're part of a sports team, right, if you're part of a football team or a rugby team, yes, the football, the rugby, whatever, maybe you're into those things, right, or golf, whatever it is, but something that really, really kind of bonds you to that exercise is actually the people that come to it, the people that are similar to you, um, and that's what people get when they come to the fit camp, right, they, they're coming to a crowd of people who are similar age, who have similar problems, who have similar you know banter if you like and they feel part of something as opposed to if they just turn up to a gym they just feel like a number they see all the fitness bunnies and the fit bros right and they're like these people are so young and i'm never gonna look like that and they just find the whole thing quite intimidating and just not very comfortable so my thing is creating an environment for that 30 plus crowd that they love and it can be a long-term solution for them to change their life, to become fitter, to become healthier uh, and have a good time there. And at the moment, I feel that we're doing that. Yeah, and I think we're doing it really well. Um, there's always space to improve though and I'm always striving to make things better. And 2000, next year, 2021, will be no different. I'll be ruthless in my approach to try and improve it, try and make the whole thing better. So, that's a, yeah, again, bird's eye view. Um, I hope I guess people an idea of what I'm all about, what I've been doing. I also now want to talk about what's the podcast for. So the podcast, what I'm going to do is every week, I'm going to try and promise to do it every week, I'm going to try and get a guest on who is going to give us some fitness knowledge and some advice and some help and maybe some stories and just some some banner right um that can be helpful for people in that bracket so people who are 30 to well, 30 plus right so people who are 30 plus and either want to get back into fitness or in fitness um or unfitness sorry and want to get results who want to improve right um and yeah i'm excited to get some guests on to get chatting to people and to hopefully serve people and give people some solid advice um, about exactly what they need to do to get results, keep the results, and have fun doing it. So that's been the third, the third, the third. It's not been the third. It's been that has been my first podcast. That is us. It's the end of the podcast, and I hope you have enjoyed listening to it um, and listening to my sultry tones. 
and I hope you come back to listen to the next one when I've got a guest. So have a great week, or if you're listening to us at the weekend, have a great weekend. Catch you later.